Broadcasting from New York. It's the Men on Pause podcast. The Men with Elmo D. 16th letter. D. Yes, and welcome to another unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. We are your hosts. It is me, Jerry D I A Z, aka El Motifoca. And I am the 16th letter P. Welcome to episode number 137. 137. Good enough. That's pretty good, right? Yo, you confused me in a mafia movie. I wouldn't know. I, I, like we I, need- you look so silly. Like, we need that, like, Sicilian music. Well, that's the Godfather, but you know what I'm saying. 137, folks. I don't know who asked for this many episodes, but guess what? They're here. So, folks, 130. Does anything remind you of 137? What What do you think of when you think of 137? Sometimes I used to park around there. Don't ask for what, but I used to have to find parking up on the west side at times just so it's path to park like on broadway and shit city college yeah. that's what i think of city college there you go city college 137 that must have been it and i think i think we used to do our first room 28 shows in that area around city college at mm. la pregunta cafe the origins of room 28 mm. Mm. you know how we start every episode yeah you know what I'm saying. you know how we start every episode P, how are you feeling? How are you doing? I'm here. Nice to hook up, you know, with your hectic schedule and shit. And then again, since we're bombed by paper and staples and shit and signatures, I'm here, man. Good to see you. Thrilled. Yeah. So happy to be doing this with you. You know, you look good. I just wanted to say you you look good. You look rosy. You look well taken care of, by the way. I haven't seen you in a minute. I, are you, you done? Yeah. You done? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, by the way. Thank you for the compliment. Because we still know it is Jerry season. Thank you. You can't always throw daggers, you know what I'm saying? No, no. But um yeah, first of all, I appreciate okay. Uh thank uh whatever that was. Second of all, thank you for showing up. Of course, thank you for yeah. showing up. Third, I'm I'm glad your attitude has gotten a little better. Than from when we were on recording last time, you seemed a little dis- shortage last time. So you know, you seemed disgruntled. Whatever, you know, Mercury and retrograde. Mercury is in retrograde. Exactly. I mean, by the time this airs, it'll be done. But while we were filming this, we had a lot of glitches, a lot of technical shit, and you guys know that has a lot to do with the Mercury being in retrograde. I'll just say that. Pete, what have you been up to? What have- actually, you know what I'm going to tell you? What I've been up to? Time uh, to find out. I. I have to tell you, I have caught up with Cobra Kai. I saw the the I finally saw this last season of Cobra Kai. Well, that's good. You're actually putting some work in. I like that. Can I Joseph. tell 
of dedication. What? It just shows a little bit of dedication to the cause. Go ahead. Continue. What, to the show? Right. I'm just saying, this shit aired like, when? Seven weeks ago? You finished it <laughs> yesterday? Like, get with it. Um. Well, you know, I'm busy. I got shit to do, bro. I'm an artist. Yo, preach what you teach. That's you know what I'm saying? Say. I'm an artist. So, no, but Cobra Kai was good. Like, I like the whole storyline with Terry Silva. No, I like that, you know, a lot of the Cobra Kai faction came over to Miyagi, though. So there's not that beef, except for Listen, Fab- I just want to say one thing I wanted to ask you. What? I have a little bit of a, what do you call that, uh, cancel culture kind of thing going on. Because now with the whole Chosen in the... I didn't like the way they did the whole. It was you know, very stereotype. Very thank you. yes, thank it you. Was. Got it too. I just did not agree with it. It, it was, was very much. And me, even me doing this accent might get us in trouble. But you know, I feel like I'm a minority and I could do it. But it was very uh, no, no prior. Go ahead, yeah. no prior. Yeah, very, very. I do not know American ways. Yeah, yeah it was too know. much of that. I yeah. don't know American ways. Please yeah. teach me American ways. You know, and you're like, he was dancing in the club, like, come on. It was just like not cool. And why is he asking Daniel for permission to date that girl when Daniel's married to a whole other woman? Just didn't make sense to me. And he grew up with that girl. She was from the same village. Remember, she would always say, we would church and church, they're always the same. Remember he should have had, he should have. If anything, he should have had first dibs. Daniel was the one that came and fucked yeah. shit up by coming to Okinawa. Like he did to Johnny. Like he did to Johnny. Like he did to Johnny. Like, New Jersey. Get, like right here, this is where we're, where things come to fruit. It's like, who was the bad guy here? And maybe it was Daniel. But yeah, exciting TV. You know, it's September. So, you know, new shows starting up. Of course... I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. Yes, you are now. Well, I did it when it first came out. I didn't see it and I didn't like see it from the beginning. But like by the time the last season came, I caught up. So I was watching it with everybody the last season. I don't want to knock it. But to me, it turned into like one of those Soprano things where, oh, everybody's watching it. So everybody started watching it. So I'm just, mm, I'm just not into the whole Dragon Slayer. See, but like Sopranos, I can I can understand Sopranos not being people's flavor, like whatever, because there wasn't a lot of action in the Sopranos. Do you understand what I'm saying? There wasn't a lot of action. There really wasn't. Yeah, but I already saw El Padroni. So once you see the Godfather, you don't need to see, it's the same as Casino. It's the same as <laughs> Goodfellas. You don't need right. to. It's the same thing. Part but, two is Casino. But but Game of Thrones, they're doing a prequel called The House of Dragons. Great. God, it's so good. It's good. It's just good because it has Sounds nothing. Sounds like an Asian flick, not to be politically. Oh, House of Dragons? Like, it, yeah. <laughs> it's like House of Fly Daggers. Like it's House a House of Dragons. Dragon. It's a House of Dragons. That's what you're thinking. That's what you're thinking. House golden of Dragon. Golden Dragon. <laughs> it is a Golden Dragon. House of Golden Dragon. <laughs> You are Mary Targaryen. Um, <laughs> but no, it's it's there. It's really a fantasy. Like, I'm not into Dungeons and Dragons shit all the time. I'm really not into that. But the way they talk and the way they like, you know what I mean? It's dope. You like, just like dressing up like the. I do. And they speak like Shakespearean type, like, you know. Come hither. I, w- I would do a whole episode. If you let me, I'd do a whole episode in Game of I'd Thrones. I'd turn the computer off. <laughs> I would turn the computer off. Sir P from House of 34. Whatever. No. Sir P of House of Midtown. Okay. Doth speak of... <laughs> All right, <laughs> Macbeth. <laughs> <'Cause I'm> trying... 
I see you stuck there and there. Fellow. Because your face, your face, I'm trying to talk to you. You're like, what, nigga? Like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> and I'm trying to say some Dothraki bullshit. Like, no, you not to speak of. I don't know what I just said. I didn't say nothing. No. So it's, it's, a, but it's fun because, you know, you end up watching it. And then as soon as you watch it, the more you watch it, the more hooked you get. And the more you end up like wanting to talk like them. I feel the accent part, but, um, yeah, as you know, I can, I can never say you're completely wrong on certain things, but I don't. Whatever, I could get the swords and the horseback riding, like yeah. all of that, but it's just sometimes the dragons is just a little far fetched for me. Welcome to the program of the paws of men. Of course, I am Jerry, first of his name, killer and ruler of all that is mermaids, and I am here doing the show with the sixteenth letter from the house of P. First of his name. Why does it sound like urine? Of P, of urine. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, shit, that's funny. Anyway, so that's what we're doing. That's what I've been, you know, watching that, watching some. Oh, shout out to, yo, this the show called This Fool um, on, on on Hulu. My man Frankie Quinones is on that. This is like watching little things, like trying to catch up on different shit. There's a lot of TV right now. You know what? I think what? there's a lack of TV, and this is a reason why I've been watching a lot of football. And I, the reason why I watched a lot of football lately, yeah, just for betting purposes. But uh, okay. I'm not a fan of anybody's really, nor do I care about shit in the league because it's funny how Brett Favre fucking took Mississippi money to fucking come on now embezzle but then but we're too busy talking about Neil Long's husband cheating on right right we want to do we want to do specials on that shit but we ain't talking yeah. about welfare queen that's what I'm gonna call him now he's a welfare queen Brett Favre if you can't get our name right we ain't getting yours right Brett Fry. But anyway, exactly. So let's not give him no more time. And um, wrestling. You've been, been watching just, wrestling too. How you yeah, that me? was the other one. A lot of the like the dark side of the ring stuff. And you know what? I watch it more now just to see the fault in the moves and when people get injured. Because now I know they mm-hmm. do this when there's an injury. They make an X with their with, with their, their wrist. wrist when okay. somebody really pulls a whatever. Really hurt, right? Yeah. So and I've noticed it because I, I look at the corners of the rings and I just study shit. You know, there's a good chance I might. If Bad Bunny did it, I could definitely be fucking. I'm like Ray Mysterio's height, so I could do it. If Ray does it, I could do it. If Trump did it, exactly. Trump with his dumb butt, with his big ass butt. You know that he had put right. in the like he had signed the deal to do that yeah. match against McMahon, right? They did a uh-huh. shaving of the heads, shaving of the head billionaire match or whatever. And he had to put, he made him put it in writing that they weren't going to shave his head. Did he win or lose? I don't of course he won. No, he won. They they oh, shaved won. McMahon's head. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. And he was probably shaving it because he had like, you know, bed bugs or herpes or something. Because he was. Yeah. Or DNA. Did you see the Tyson series on Hulu? Have you seen that yet? You were telling me about that. Uh, yeah, you know what you know what I like about his Tyson impression? Agree with it. He does the hand thing. Okay. You know that Tyson does the hand thing sometimes. He's like, you know, sometimes I was doing that, and that's that's what I would go like. What Tyson doesn't know what to do with his hands, the actor kind of has yeah. that down. I was like, oh, okay, all right, and he kind of sounds like him too. But I thought he looked more like fifty though. In the he sounded like are, Tyson, but he looked like fifty. In the stills that are going around in the internet, the problem is, I think the guy's a little too dark skinned. Like he's a lot more dark skinned than, than Tyson was, yeah. So it's he's coming off looking like Fitty, or he, and then like that makeup they have him where he's looking old. No, he looked like Fitty with the mouthpiece in his mouth. 
That's but, what like but they basically just took his Broadway show and put it on TV, which is kind of messed up. They took his, you know, but they own the rights to it, so they could do whatever the hell they want. But yeah, basically they're doing his life, his one man show about his life, and they just took it and put in some other guy. So interesting, yeah, interesting. very interesting. But like I said, I was on my little Hulu kick, checking out shoes there, and and I saw and I found this other show called This Fool. So uh, we're highlighting all things Hispanic this month, right? For Hispanic heritage, That's right? Month. At least one show. At least we got one. In. They cancel yeah, everything else because sure. everybody was in love with the Gordita Chronicles, you know. But I think it was too specific of a story. If you're gonna talk about a migrating story of Dominicans in the '80s, it has to be to New York. Can't make it to Miami. Yeah. That's that's Cuban territory. And if anything, then you know you would be even more of an alien there because not even the Spanish people would accept you down there. It's true. You didn't even. You wouldn't even have to make different it. Different world. People. Yeah, it's a different world. Different world here. New York's different. It's just is. But also, that's where the Dominicans came. Like they didn't go to. Florida like I mean I'm pretty sure yes some went to Florida but not every you know they were to Boston Boston and New York East Coast up here Boston was a spillage of New York you feel me and Boston is in between here and Toronto and Toronto was famous because they had mad Dominican baseball players in the 80s Vlad, George Bell no George Bell this is before Vlad Guerrero I'm talking about George Bell and Tony Fernandez these are but these when guys I think of Canada I think of Vlad Guerrero sure the Expos absolutely yeah. And That's Pedro. Think, no, Vlad. I think of Pedro. Pedro to me is a bet, like in heart to me because he gave Pedro has three stages guy. for me. Pedro has I know, three stages. I know. For me. You I got know. skinny Pedro, and that's the with expo. The Jerry Curls. With the Jerry Curls. Then you got on the Boston. Boston. And then you have him on the Mets. I can't believe he pitched for the Mets. That was exciting stuff. And that was our sports segment. Don't worry, folks. That was it. So be it that we are talking about Hispanic Heritage Month. I was thinking about, first of all, why couldn't we get a like a real month? Why are we getting like 15 days? here 15 days there goes to show you the respect but anyway okay. in that- <laughs> think about it because they got who gambles who gobbles in fucking in the nfl the only person we have is ron rivera and we had tony gonzalez in the nfl there are no right. more there's no more nba has more oh nba is full of latinos Mexican, right now yeah. oh no there's dominicans and Mexican, shit Panamanian, dominicans yeah venezuelans i mean baseball we're not even going to talk about but i just feel like why not give us october then you know what i'm saying like give us October. Black people got February, but everybody got a month. Okay, everybody got a month. Why? Why is our month fifteen from one and fifteen from another? Just doesn't make sense. You got Dominican, but the February. Some are here. Some are, what Dominican? No, Dominican Independence is the February in February. Yeah, but we don't get a but whole. It's also the month, isn't it? It's no, but it's not recognized. It's not an American recognized how it's not. That's Black History Month. February's Black okay, History okay. Month. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? Just, Black History Month is in but February. They have it on independence. Okay. But their independence day is in February. Yes. Okay. Like there's no Latino month. Like let us get a full month. Like we'll take August. You understand what I'm month. saying? That's kind of a hot long month. It's, it's, fun, it's fine. Right it's fine. Spicy food. You know, make the connections before you don't school. Like spicy food. Whatever. Don't even say that. You I eat like spicy food all the time. All the time. Not like that, but all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? People that contradict us on the same sentence. No, not like that, but yeah, like that. But B, well, we, we were talking about Hispanic Heritage Month. I was thinking yeah, about, I, mean, uh-huh. I was thinking about, you ever go to a party and it's not a Latino party. You it's a black invited. party. You know, you're invited. You're invited. You're there. They know you're there. They actually have to feel your presence for this to happen. Okay. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, we got a Spanish person in it. Cause I, they still call us Spanish. Number one, that's uh, your first mistake. So they, they, they want us to like be the jester, like that's a salsa or something. Or they'll be like, yo, we got or, or something like that. Right. Or they're like, oh, we got I a will. song, or we got a song for you in Spanish. Like, this is I your will. song. 
I got a song for you. So let me uh, let me ask you this. Let's, I'm gonna answer, and everybody at home, you can play this game. You're at a friend's house. Again, not a Latino rant party. This is an Americanized party. You're at a friend's house and they who say... Who is not Latino. Who is not Latino or the people that are DJing non-Latino and they go, oh, they look and it's like, yo, I got a song for you because you're Latino and you like this. You're Spanish. What song do they play? I'll take a while with it. I would say maybe... No, you know really there's... Out there. No, you know there's only one answer. Stop playing. You know there's only one answer. <laughs> there's like 14 versions of that song. But though. we hate it. No, but this only one original and we oh, hate okay. it the the mr crespo elvis crespo special yes. suavemente exactly that yeah exactly that's everybody's yelling at you at home suavemente suavemente yeah people and we hate that song because there's like 12 it. versions of the same song it's not about that there's 12 why. versions of the song the one version of the song is enough is why. yeah and it's already 20 years old and they're still playing this she's like oh you oh, spanish people here's a song so in honor of hispanic heritage month and in that happening i decided to do a little research so they really hit you over the head it's one of those it's too much it's too much anyway well that's like saying if you go to a party and somebody if you're at a latino party you see somebody bring somebody with dreads and you start putting bob Barley art or something like that. Exactly. That's it's like kind of shit. So it's but the like, thing is, at least, all right, it's not that they wouldn't like the Bob Marley song. It's like as if you play every you only know the one Bob Marley song, and that's what you play for every black person that with dreads that you know. So whenever you go to a party or you're dealing with a man, oh suavemente. And then the white people, oh, this is my shit. Cause they like they they hear it once a year at a wedding or something, and they think it's okay. And we can hate that shit. It's the worst song. I'd rather listen to Sweet Home Alabama by Little Kidding. That's why I'm there. I swear to you. It is a I'd rather hear song. Sweet Caroline. Love you, Roddy. There you go. Love right. you, Roddy. So I decided, I was thinking about something, right? I said, how far back does it, because then in the 80s, we used to have other songs. And there seems to be this trend where this one Spanish song gets very, very popular. And all of a sudden, it'll be in pop culture for like 10, 20 years. And every time, oh, okay. And now, still to this day, we it's can't like erase it. No, you can't erase them in other classics. So I said, I was thinking like, let me go back. Let me do some research. Because Suavemente wasn't the first one. Why do you have time to do research? I'm just saying it's for the time and shit to do I research. Did. And you know, there's other songs that have I've given it a run for, but Suavemente right now for like the last 20 years have made, has been very strong. They're still it pushed hard. That shit. It It's really still hard. kicking hard. What are you talking about? It's still kicking hard. There's still people that think that this is what we want to listen to. So I went back and I said, okay, let me go back and I did some research. Now, this is not scientific research. This is not any holes or research stuff. This is solely based on general knowledge and opinion. General knowledge and opinion, <laughs> how we usually work here. So That's if you if you were at a party in the night, I'm going to go back to the 50s. I, I was able to go back to the 50s as go as far wow. back as the 50s. Okay. So in the 50s, if you were a Latino at American party, they would which play. Which probably wasn't happening. Which probably, which was probably not wasn't happening. happening. But they wanted to do like, oh, they put a fruit bowl on their head and they're like, oh, huh, they thought it was cute. And then and they'll watch like I Love Lucy. Like the Chiquita Banana look. Right, like that, yeah. The suavemente of that time in the 1950s was Mama Yo Quiero. Mama, 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 Mama
Mama, you get Mama, you get And we saw it in cartoons. Wait, it, right. That's what I was going to tell you. The cartoons where those little uh, dudes with the bandolero hats with the little vests up crop top door with the big bob Even Bugs Bunny, cubid. though. Yes, yes. Warner Brothers did a lot of that shit. Let's not even okay. get into that. So that's the 50s. So in the 50s, they thought that was what we wanted to hear. So now we move up to the 60s. I don't know. We weren't alive yet. No, we weren't alive. We move up to the 60s. What do you think it was in the 60s? Well, I'll take a wild one here since I'm one of the contestants right now because this is one of your old private lists that you do when you're on your own and I don't know what you do. But uh, because you we, can do- I watch this... Sorry, go ahead. Excuse answer. I think yeah, I was yeah, sorry. Speaking, I think yeah, you I was were speaking. speaking. Sorry. I was just because of movie and just general knowledge, I want to guess La Bamba by Richie Valens. Because that was that Buddy Holly era. That was that whole, you know, Elvis C. coming. Elvis was coming. You know what I yeah. mean? So and I also, guess that was his. And they made a resurgence in the 80s after the movie. They made a resurgence. Because of Lou Diamond. Yeah, so Thank anytime you, you were at a party. Like white people were singing that song Like they thought that was the jam Right. So we move on to this So that reigned for like 10 years So it seems to be like a 10 year Hard Hard Like just dominating the pop culture as As the Latino representative song Then in the 70s We got Mr. Santana With Oye Como Va so and so and it made, and that also made a resurgence when that movie came out. Remember that when that other movie came out, whatever that movie was. I like it like that. I like it like that. Um, Not the Cardi B version. No, no, no. The movie was called I Like It Like That. No, I know, but just in case. Oye Como Va made a resurgence with that Cheech Marin movie, Born in East LA. Ooh, I remember that movie. Let's not forget that. That was a great movie. By the way, that was also when my father was on top of his game, when my father was clubbing hard. (laughs) I was coming into high school and my father, you know, was working out. Your father clubbed hard during high school? He was looking like Antonio Banderas, like Michael Bay in Assassins. He looked, my dad's kind of Looking like that, like like an Ecuadorian yeah, George base. Clooney, something like that. In his world, he was. Yeah. Now we move into the '80s. This is something that we can speak from experience now, moving forward. And in the '80s, there was a very popular song, and it crossed over. And it was old already because we had been hearing it for years. But then it crossed over to American side, and that was in Gypsy Kings Bamboleo. Uh, very good. It's song. By the time they came out, they were already old, though. That's what sucked. They all looked like they were already in their 50s, 60s. That song... They were big in Europe. They were big in Europe. Spain and all that area. They were big over there. The thing is, is like, that song wouldn't go away. That song still kind of kicks, but that song wouldn't go away. It would not. And you know me, I love... I was... I love flamenco music. Oh, I know you love... But it's just... It just... And my dad had the whole Gypsy Kid volumes 1 to 32, the first two years. But now we're going to step into... The mega bombers, the the mega monster songs that plays in every arena all the time. Whatever Listen, you're we, at, we're going to these next few songs moving forward. These are modern songs. These are the ones that you play them now at a party and people. Are like, <laughs> you would. 
but the first one out of all of them. And for us, here's let me play. Let me put this scenario, okay? Family party, and they're probably playing. They're up. playing Johnny Ventura. They're playing the Hermano Rosario. They're playing playing all kinds of music. And then all of a sudden, they look at the kids and they go, "Oh, the you know, we had to dance merengue like growing up for Johnny Ventura. We're dancing all of that with the adults and whatever. And then at one point, they want to take a break, but they want to watch the kids dancing. And one of the uncles, one of the right, that is like, "Eh, ponle música americana y un pronto para que bailen." Translation, put on some American music for them to dance. And when I was a kid, they would have like a little run of like three American songs or two songs. But the first one that they would play to transition from merengue to music and salsa over to the American stuff was none other than... Come on, everybody, baby, do that con guy. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Feel any the longer. rhythm of the beast that's getting strong. Guy, no, you can't control yourself. Do that con you're amazing. You put me in a good mood right now. Like that. Everybody do the no, conga. No, don't do it. It's too, that's the queen, Miss Gloria. That's Gloria Stefan. Yeah. She may have been married. She's the queen. Of what? She's the queen of Latinos, I guess, if you want to look at it. Of music, I guess. Like Gloria Stefan? You know, she could be the godmother, maybe. For but of Spanish. Of the of Spanish. Sp- of Latino because, I mean, music? you're not gonna mess with Whitney. You're not gonna yeah, of Latino because you're not gonna mess with I think you're there's not bigger people than Gloria. Diana. You're not gonna mess. In Spanish, you think female? In Spanish, sure. I'm talking about. Oh, I'm not talking about talent wise. I'm talking. No, I'm about talking about right, like status, like status, marketing and shit. Yeah, yeah, status like status. I think I think Shakira passed her. Well, now she Shakira's actually. Product. No, you're right. She's Shakira been. She's been no, like she, like she's like the godmother. She's like Matola. Yeah, Glo- she's like Matola. Gloria Stefan is like the With godmother. I don't know if she's the queen, but she's definitely the yeah, godmother. Yeah, because we know who the real queen is. Ewe queen. There's only one queen. Right? Mama, said, that shit? Okay. But anyway, let's get back on track. Let's keep you it on track. You know what other speaker is shit? You know what other speaker? Holding the speaker. You know what? Holding your head on the speaker. All right, let's keep it on track. If you grew up in the States... First generation Latino, you know, Conga was your shit by Miami. That's Samba all shit. we had. Okay. Yeah, that's all we had. Then comes the 90s. Get and that. mind you, moving forward, like you still play Conga to this day. Like that's still a song that people pick to play for you because you're yeah. Latino. Okay. But in the 90s, there was this dance craze that swept America. We danced a lot. There was two movies made about it. It was the Forbidden Dance. That's right. Lobata. For like five years. It's like three or four languages that song came out with. It came out in Brazilian, came out in Spanish, English. But it always hit your heart, the forbidden dance, Lombada. That's right. Do you remember it the movie? Out with, I don't want to remember the movie. I think I'm masturbating to that movie. Um, what was I going to say? That's private. Uh, That's not I was going to say, yeah. The song starts out, Llorando se fue. What? Like, what happened? Like, right there, like, what? <laughs> Word. Yeah, well, right there, you already do. That's it. It's all. Okay. And then in the mid-90s, this little movie came out. And we just mentioned it before about a Latina and her relationships and all that in shit. Rocks with three babies. Yeah. All that shit. He's, you know, quarter juices and ice cream truck and fire hydras. And the song, and it was named after the theme song of the movie. And the song was, I like it like that. I like it like that. And you want to know the power that's yeah, you the power of that song is so crazy that Cardi B just made a song to that like a year ago. So again, didn't I say about that version? Right. But I'm just gonna say this. That's why I mentioned it. I'm just gonna say this. When you hear the yeah. 
baby. You know what song that is. Yeah. And if you're around white people, they're probably going to play. And they look at you. Hmm? So that song dominated for a little while. And then we get to the nitty. 2000 Latino explosion in pop culture, right? You had your J-Lo's and your big puns and your fat Joe's and your Shakira's. But well, there was right one song. That, there was wait, one right song. before that, that there was somebody else. No, there was one song that dominated, that took, that just, like, it was undeniable. And for, like, four summers, you kept be like, oh, really? And uh, not only that, everybody wanted that, sh- like, everybody was playing that song. And that song is, you want to tell them, Pete? It's the mirror image of where you live, the Vida Loca. Ricky outside. Inside, inside, out, outside, inside, out, living la vida loca. That's what you do. You are the vida loca. Put that shit, just, right? That's what it meant. Inside, yeah. like wherever you want to do that, just do it. Be free with it. Yo, that song, you can get rid of that song. But you know what? Shout out to Ricky. Shout out to Ricky. Menudo. You know, yeah. we love Ricky. Just leave it there. I just leave it there. Because, so well, no, what were you going to say? Okay. No, let me not interrupt Nothing. you. No, you know what? You're right. No, no, no. You know what? Putting the brakes. I needed to put the brakes on that because that was going to take me somewhere else. And, you know, Ricky, that was the Ricky story I have. You know, it was What's the Ricky story. That. No, now we want to know. Tell us, tell us the Ricky story. You know what? We're going to crush him soon. So let's just leave it for the Ricky. You want to save it for the crush? So, I want I really want to save it for the crush because it's okay. a special story to me. So it's say like no changing more. experience. Wow. I also want to say you forgot in your little list that you did what? research was a song that's very dear to me in between that time, right before that time. Your tocayo, Rico Suave. Get the f out of here. First of all, Rico Suave, <laughs> you're saying that shit to annoy me right now. Because Rico Suave was never a pop culture thing. I mean, it was a pop culture thing, but it's not a song that people were like, oh, maybe for a month, maybe for two months. But it's never dominated. Like, I'm not going to put it in the same category as with a Suave. You didn't go to Miami at that time. Sometimes you could see him at the beach. He would hang out at South Beach. Who, Gerardo? Yeah. See how I said his name right? See, it's not that hard. Red Favre? Gerardo. Gerardo. Stop it. Gerardo. <laughs> Don't put an L. Why are you saying L's? So that song dominated for a big, long time. And then on the low, though, guitarist by the name of Santana came out with a whole ass album that got stuck in people's consciousness and had a bunch of songs. And one of the songs that you can't get rid of and has been done a million times, and that's Maria Maria. And actually, I think it was a single that was on White Clef and Matchbox 20's album and on his album. I think it had like three different Versions. one of those. Yeah. All three of them were in the, yeah, yeah, Maria Maria. Yo. That like they still play that shit every day. Yeah. And then of course that brings us to our reigning champ. Mr. Elvis Crespo Suavemente, who had a serious contender, serious contender a couple of years ago. Because I started getting sick of hearing that song. No, that was a serious contender. Because when the president says it and white people are saying the word, despacito, come on, bro. That shit was everything. I love beams. You know, I love the beams. But it's just. That's even thing. That's that's what I'm saying. Even Bieber Beta version of it. That's what I'm saying. That song, and I started getting really tired of it. I was like, oh, despacito. Ding, 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 ding. You would hear that shit, and you were like, oh. But I was like, well, at least Suavemente is gone. It's there not. You go. 
It's not. Despacito, we we tried with Despacito. It didn't work. Suavemente is here to stay. Like, but I got even, Bad Bunny, though. I was, well, Bad Bunny now, thank God, all his songs are in Spanish. So, you know, what it's we have to hear is like, Titi me pregunto, which, by the way, shout out to Dominicans. That's a Dembo song. Hello. We winning all day. But we out here, we got white people saying, Titi me pregunto and shit. So, shout out to Bad Bunny for making it all Latinos. But, yeah, for a second, it was fucking Despacito. Despacito. But Suavemente is a reigning champion. Put it like this: in another thirty years, you're not going to get any of that. And there you go. That's my research. Think about that. So tell your white friends. Let's try to change this culture. Each one of us tell one white person that that's not the song to play when we have around. And that's it. Try all of us just grab one. Yeah. And you know what? Our black people too. Our brothers and sisters. They out there like y'all like this Suavemente shit. And I'm like, no. Nah, they like gasoline hard. They like gasoline, but you know what? I prefer Gasolina. Let's make Gasolina the national song. Yeah, because the prices are up there. I'm saying it's it's hot and it's an expensive song. I always knew you were Daddy Yankee fan with the Dogomar fan. I knew no, that. more Donomar still. I know you are. Yeah. So there you have it. That's our list of um, Spanish, uh, Spanish songs that have dominated American airwaves and been pushed upon us that we ate. Happy Latino month. Yeah, happy Spanish, Hispanic Heritage. Hispanic Heritage Month. So see Sorry, how we keep I things on topic that. here? You see how we keep things like relevant? So anything you want to say before we get out of here, Senor P? Uh, happy birthday to all those September birthdays. Uh, mm. Anybody we missed in August, July. Not that we missed you. It's just this whatever. You guys know what we mean. Shows don't come out in time to make it fresh like that. But Yeah. Some of them, yeah. Some, some of them, no. Yeah. It all depends, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but the intentions are there. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on this ride. And I don't know. Thanks for staying tuned. Uh, but again, this list wasn't part of my idea, but it was all right. He kind of hit it with it. It was a little something for him. I'm trying. I'll start writing again this week. Yep. I've heard that. So I want to appreciate, I, I appreciate everybody who takes the time to listen. Thank y'all. Again, we appreciate. Why are you saying it like Cardi B? I appreciate it. Because <laughs> it's Hispanic Heritage Month. You want to try to put that I want to thank. I want to thank. I want to. Fine, man. Fine. I won't talk like that. <laughs> First, first, I'd like to thank all that like to that sat and listened to our tales through this. They lent us their ears. You lent us your ears. Their lobes. Thank you for lending us your lobes while we wagged our tongues and told tong long tales of adventures and mishaps and legends. Yes. We'd like to say, please subscribe. Is that word? That's the word. Does it exist? I don't think that yet. Uh, we would like you to stalk and follow and uh, please worship our podcast, award-winning and part of a network. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> and uh, you know what to do, y'all. Y'all know what to do. This has been another unofficial Man on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. We have humbly been your host. It is me, Jerry D. I A Z A K A L Movie for God. And I am the 16th letter P. Quote a young Robin Bird who once said, Listen, you ever find yourself alone in this world? Remember, you always have us. Biker boys ride or die. Bird 
rubber, not your soul. Because see here, we show no mercy. We strike first. We strike hard. Until next time. Vaya. Con. The. Cheesy.